Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by StonehillWealthManagement.com. Today, Philip talks about the benefits of reviewing your financial and real estate plans annually with your wealth manager. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. I'm your host, Philip Washington Jr. Uh, and today we are talking about the benefits of reviewing your financial and estate plan, at least annually, right? Um, this is brought to you by StonehillWealthManagement.com and WealthBuildingMadeSimple.com, our newsletter. Uh, go check it out. Um, to, but today, we're like I said, we're talking about the benefits of reviewing your financial and estate planning, right? And I'm going to start it with a story because it'll help help it make sense. It's probably more entertaining, right? So um, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I was like, I was like hey, man, you know, most of most some people see me as like a, a intellect right like a uh yeah like an intellect whatever you think you know somebody who um weights value on an intellect or whatever that might mean to you and intellect is super important don't get me wrong but i was like i'm i'm more like an artist um in a sense because it is it's, it's natural for me to feel good right and because i feel good and i like to do things that feel good things easily come my way that I'm interested in, right? So if I'm interested on a topic, right, it's easy for me to flow through the information and come to a, a decent conclusion, but I'm I'm doing it from a feeling, right? The other side of that is since I, uh, since I am um, a feeler, right, and I like to feel good, um, uh, it's, it's super, uh, and I've gotten better over time, but it's 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 normal for me to get into a situation where I, I don't feel the unease that comes from uh, the, the pain from being in a difficult situation, right? Because I'm I can I can find positives in a lot of things, right? But that unease is needed to move you forward. I'm saying it to say uh, I've gotten better over time, and uh, my wife has been a great catalyst for uh, helping me focus because. Like thing I admire about sweetness is, I feel like she came into the world like knowing the details of exactly what she wanted. Right? It's funny watching my, you know, uh, but, um, uh, my youngest who is very similar to her, and watching him, you know, from birth to now. I'm like, oh, is this how you were as a kid? She's like, yeah, because like they came in with a plan, right? And so uh, I I admire it, and it works because we work really well together around our areas of interest because she focuses me and I bring the good feelings and she's able and she fills in the details, right? She's like, hey, this is what we need to do, how we need to do it fully exactly. And I'm like, cool, like, you know, I'll, you know, I'm just going to feel good and provide the energy and confidence and we just kind of work together and she's the director and I'm more like the producer, right? And then things just kind of work out, right? I'm saying it to say, 
this is this is very similar to what a good wealth management process does for an individual or a family, right? Because a a good process provides the foundation of energy and confidence that a family can feel good about uh, and help them focus their mind on the details necessary to reach their goal, right? So what's you know what's natural, and I think a reason why, at, at least in the experience of me being a, a wealth manager, you know, for a while, is um people either don't want to engage because they don't think they have enough money, they don't think they have enough whatever, um, uh, or they don't think it's necessary because they're 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 making so much money, right? They're like, ah, we'll we'll talk later, right? Um, but I think it's helpful because it's more like the 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 focusing. Um, when when whenever you focus specifically on a area or a goal, especially if you're confident, right, then you you make it more, right? So so take the person that is doing well financially, right? That money's coming in, they're hitting all their goals, right? When you sit down and look at your financial and estate plan and then you focus in on all the core areas, right, you can't help but to make it more because once you look at it and you see the trajectory, right, it's going to be natural for you to want to expand and raise your confidence in your plan, which means there's going to be a co-creative brainstorming process for us to figure out how do we make the curve go higher up, right? It'll and it'll be like a natural process because when you already have the confidence from the momentum of already doing well, there's only up. But if it's but if you're not looking at it and you're not focusing on it, um, then you're still probably going to do well. But maybe not as much if you put that magnifying glass or a focus around what you're doing and do more. And there's always things that you can do better or things that maybe you overlook because like the world's always changing, tax rules are always changing, right? The investments you can invest in are always changing, right? There's just so many dynamics that are moving and the the more assets and things that you have, right? The more changes you have happening underneath it. So it, um, that focuser, uh, that focus time helps you um, expand uh, what you're doing, right? Meaning it, um, and, and, I, and I'm really specifically addressing maybe the thought that carving out the time right, to do it, well, the four hours a year, which if, if you do like a quarterly review with your wealth manager, which is the preferred way, but the four hours a year that you would spend focusing on your plan and brainstorming on ways to improve the trajectory, like those four hours from a uh, time per output basis will really blow your mind at what it can help you do with just those four hours of focus. So um, that's important. Now I want to speak to the person that feels like maybe, um, th- you know, they don't they don't want to review their financial and estate plan because they're not where they want to be, right? That's the person that probably wants the confidence, right? Like it's, it's, it's not that you can't achieve your goal. It's like, it's just in this moment, you just like, you like the energy, you like, you like the confidence, right? You're, Right now, you're focused on the results that you're getting that you're not happy with, right? And so that meeting is going to be beneficial for you because it's going to help raise your confidence. It's going to bring your energy up, right? You're already you're already focusing. Now we're going to raise your energy, and then we're going to raise the possibilities of what you can do, right? Which which once you get on that confidence frequency, then you'll see your plan through a different lens and 
those gaps that you see, um, you can plan out how to close them, which will make you feel better, which will open up your mind to all possible, you know, what, what, once you have a better attitude about it, it's just amazing at just like how things begin to line up and how people want to help, you know, people want to work with you and how, how ideas that um, were in the vicinity of your mind come in and you go, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Why did I never think about that before? Well, it's just a matter of perspective, right? And so the constant review of your financial and estate plan brings you back confident with your plan and or brings you back into focus on how to expand your plan more. Specifically, um, um, you know, there's lots of areas you can look at, but I would definitely look at the core areas of like review your investments, all of your investments every single year, right? That's including your 401k, brokerage investments, IRA accounts, private equity, which a lot of people are doing these days, real estate, right? Review them in detail because we're living in a world that's changing fast and you want to make sure that your portfolios are up to date with the change. Balance sheet review, right? Have you updated your uh, liabilities? Um, Have you reviewed all your interest rates to see if maybe you can, um, you know, save some money on interest rates if it's still relevant? Uh, If there may be some with different income strategies to help you pay down debt faster, right? Or are you wanting to borrow money because you can get money at attractive rates and you have investment opportunities that are expected to grow above and beyond the money rate that you can borrow at, right? Super, super important. Multi-year cash flow planning. We just invested in software that I think is pretty dope because we have clients that, you know, they are, they have the regular income from the job or the business. Then they have other income from other investments, right? They have debt payments, personally debt payments for their business, all kinds of complex stuff. And so um, cash flow planning around the entirety of your plan is super important uh, on a multi-year basis because it gives you a picture in advance of the deficits, right? And or the surpluses that can help you, uh, you know, better plan, right? Uh, for for what's coming. Uh, estate planning review, right? This is t- typically we tend to think, and not when I say we, 30 and 40-year-olds don't really begin to think about estate planning. You know, when you have kids, you say, I should do it, but um, it's typically reserved. People really get crazy about it in their 60s and when they retire, when they begin to think about death. But it's important to, like, review your estate plan. And I'm not talking about the will and trust, right? That's easy. Like, an attorney can draft that up. I'm talking about, like, the uh, reviewing, all right, here are all my kids, my grandkids, everybody's updated, my beneficiaries are updated, here's where the money is going to flow, right? Here are the tax implications of it, are there ways that I can mitigate the taxes, are there assets that I should personally own, assets that should be owned in a trust, right? Um, you know, how do I how do I want to uh, own my life insurance policy? Um, you know, who, you know, who's going to who's the responsible one to manage the money? Uh, if me and my spouse goes and my kids are underage, right? Has has that person changed, right? Has my family met my wealth manager and my CPA, and do they know uh, our wishes, right? Does everybody know where the investments are, right? I, I mean, I I would treat the estate plan review as similar to like a a um, like a board meeting if you ran a company to just know where everything is so that there's there's a seamless transition. Uh, from a financial planning standpoint, right? Because the legal documents will tell people 
uh, what goes where, right? But what's almost always missing is like, but what's like the financial plan? Like what was in the mind of the person who put the estate plan together and how, what were their wishes for growing the assets? Because if, if the assets under your management with your team, right? So meaning you, your wealth manager, your attorney, your CPA, like if your assets are doing well um, with you at the helm, with you as a CEO, right? If if you have not communicated your estate plan or your succession plan to your family, um, it's the equivalent of like a CEO dying, right? And then somebody else taking over, right? Most businesses that don't have a good succession plan don't survive. I might probably say all of them don't. I can't say all, but the vast majority of them don't survive because they don't have a good succession plan. So your estate plan is your succession plan. It's, it's yeah, it's not just who the business transitions to. It's like, what is the actual financial planning process? Like, do they understand the investments? Where are the investments going? How is it all set up? What are the wishes? You got to transfer that knowledge too. And that comes with reviewing your estate plan and then communicating it consistently to your family members and teams who are going to who are going to help you right it, it a simple case study uh of somebody who was reviewing their estate plan with me uh, to, to give you like an example i'm changing the details of it i'm not giving too many details anyway but i had a client that was you know we were discussing that getting ready to retire we were projecting out how much money they're going they were going to have throughout their lifetime they were going to have plenty right and it showed that and and, and the majority of their money was in uh, pre-tax retirement accounts, which meant when they passed, um, they were going to owe a lot of money in taxes or their, their beneficiaries were going to owe a lot of money in taxes, uh, you know, on the balance when they inherited. And so they brought, you know, they were like, well, should we look at doing a Roth conversion? And I was like, that's, that's an option, right? But when we, when we mathed it out, I think I made the word up when we mathed it out. Um, it, it was going to be like relatively expensive from a cost tax cost standpoint to convert it, right? Uh, convert his balances over time. Um, but I was like, hey, look, you're you're in great health. Um, you take care of yourself. I don't sell life insurance, but I can refer to somebody. If you like go buy a life insurance policy, um, you can have the life insurance policy like recoup the taxes that are going to be paid on your um, IRA. And it's probably it's going to probably be cheaper because you're healthy than like converting and paying the taxes. And they're like, oh, I never thought about that. But that's like a simple estate planning strategy where life insurance can be owned by a trust uh, outside the estate, um, pay the taxes, right? Just simple, but like that conversation would have never happened had the client not been periodically reviewing their financial and estate planning um, with me. So um, re- reviewing where you are may create some at ease at times, but it's necessary, right? It's, it's, it's necessary um, to have that unease, like I mentioned uh, earlier, um, to, to be there to help you evolve forward, right? Because if we just stay comfortable, um, we don't evolve. So like do the meetings, right? Even if it feel you know, you it, you don't, you don't, I've never had somebody who carved out the time to do the meeting that didn't feel good afterwards, right? It's like going to the gym, right? You're like, oh man, I don't want to go to the gym. But then once you get there, you're glad you, you're glad you went. So like move through it. It's going to help you evolve your 
financial goal and plan, the more time you dedicate to it, right? I think the more momentum you have. I, I personally believe that there's a correlation, right? If somebody spent 20 years, 20 hours a year on their financial and estate planning, th- they would significantly do better financially than a person that spent an hour or two hours, all things being equal, right? It it doesn't, it's not, t- be, it's not taken away from anything, right? The, the time that you're taken away from other activities, right? It's actually a time saver because there's a lot, there's a lot of things that we're doing that we don't actually have to do because we haven't sat down and focused ourselves uh, on a plan. So there's one more important part. It's not about the actual goals, right? The planning process is not even about the goals because we're going to always have far out goals, right? It's about the fun in the journey and watching our trajectory increase more and more over time, right? Like when I review the plans with my clients and I review my plan, you know, the fun part is seeing where we were last year or our trajectory last year and how it's changed moving forward, right? Those those tweaks and increases and it's it's like it's like solving a math problem or solving a difficult problem like the 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 process that you go through of uh, the incremental steps that you're um, coming to a better understanding over time that's the fun part like once the like I'm, I'm using math because like last night well uh, this is airing later but last night from when I'm recording I was I had to dust open my uh I don't even know if it's algebra, whatever Pythagorean theorem is, and 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 all that kind of stuff. But my oldest was doing math, and we had to. I had to. He had to first help me, and we both had to reteach ourselves about Pythagorean theorem, right? And so we were like filling our way through like square rooting super large numbers, right? But it was actually like fun filling, you know, filling through the process. Because then once the problem was solved, you go, oh, man, the fun is over. Let's do another one, right? I know this sounds like super nerd stuff. But what I'm saying is, like, that's the fun of financial planning is being in the trenches, looking at the goals, and expanding your trajectory. Um, That's fun. So I hope this helps. Until next week, enjoy yourself. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.